Hello and welcome to Feast Toronto. This is Rosalind Krieger, your host, and today we have a wonderful guest. I'm so happy to have Mary Frage. Opposite it, right? Yes. <laughs> from yeah, from Mazet Catering in Toronto. So welcome, Mary. Thank you. So nice to be here. Oh, my pleasure. She, by the way, she's a wonderful host, great new apartment, wonderful ginger tea. <laughs> Can't go wrong. So, Mary, let's start from the beginning. Not when you were a fetus and all this kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. I really want to know. So how did you start, you and Shahade, how did you start Mazet Catering? Um... Wow, I need to go back in memory lane. So basically, we started uh, about two years ago. Um, so it's more, she was supporting my dream in a sense that I've always wanted to get into the food industry, even though I was in the corporate world. I love to cook, um, but I never really worked in, in, in the food industry. So when I moved to Canada, I decided that I don't want to go back to the corporate world and I just want to do what I love, which is cooking. And I started working in different restaurants and even a catering company, uh, which is Paintbox. And that's where I started to learn a lot more about the industry. So I realized that just knowing how to cook doesn't cut it. You have to really work in the industry to know how hard it is. Or Like what? Give me an example. Um you know, like things like cooking in bulk or knowing uh, how you know, how to handle the food properly, what to do with it, how to store it, how to, uh, you know, how much spices to use. A lot of things that I just didn't expect that ne- needed practice. You know, you can't just... You, and, and that's what it, uh, working in these places did. It gave me the practice um, to, to work on, on a bigger scale, which is what a restaurant is. Um, so after doing that, I, um, while doing that, um, I was, uh, thinking about doing a brunch, uh, because in, back in Dubai, we, we used to live in Dubai and that's where Shahade came in as well. Uh, we, we both used to go to a lot of brunches there and it was very popular. You would, it would be open food, open drinks, kind of like a weekend experience, um, <clears throat> which was nice. And we felt like we could recreate that here, but then we realized that, it's, it's not the same. It's not the same market, uh, but we still stuck to brunch. We started with two brunches at Paintbox. Uh, we rented the space again because I was working there. I had a good relationship with everyone there, so we rented the space. And um, actually, before that, it just it's kind of funny. We we started as a baking company. Um, yeah. So before Mazzy Catering, yeah. Before Mazzy Catering, we had uh, we had uh, went into gluten free uh, bites and desserts. Um, we actually participated in a couple, in a couple of um, festivals, and we also tried to uh, enter different coffee shops. But that also proved to be a lot of work and not much return. And we would go to, we would pay, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of dollars to be in a in a festival and not necessarily uh, sell everything. And it was just a lot of work. So we decided that. Uh, that might not be the right path, and we ventured into brunch. So that goes back to Paintbox, and we did it twice. And um, so, funny enough, one of my uh, friends slash colleagues told me about the Depeneur, um, and how you can go and cook there and have dinners or whatever. But she also mentioned that they're looking for, um, that Len is looking for someone to handle the brunch, and that's when we were like, okay, this is a good opportunity. We, um, I contacted him. We set up a meeting. I went to meet him the first time. And 
it went well. Like we we had our discussions. Um, he was kind of he was a little bit hesitant because like, he knew that I didn't have that much experience mm-hmm. uh, in the restaurant business. But he was also happy to know that we had started doing some brunches. So that kind of gave us the the higher the upper the upper hand to get in. So anyway, so then we had a second meeting, and that's where me and Shaw went, and we met with him and just talked to him about exactly what we wanted to do, Middle Eastern food, food that reminded us of home, and all of that. And um, and that's how it started, and we, we just started almost two weeks later. And, um, wow, that's pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, <laughs> rushed, we, rushed, like, we went straight into it, and uh, then for the first month would come every weekend and help us and support us and teach us and tell us, and, you know, like, because he knows the space really so well. Tell me, so tell me an important nugget that he taught you in that early period. Um, well, basically, um, many things, like I would say how to handle the customers when they come in, how to, uh, like prep, how much, although, although we, like I had been doing a lot of prep and stuff before, but still he, he went down to it to say, you need to have things ready. You need to have, um, you know, the prep done well. Um, he taught us, um, like things like how to handle the dishes, which is very important. You start to realize that once you get packed and there's a lot of people coming in and you don't have any more cups, that's a problem. Like he so he kind of gave us all this like uh, expect like what was the word? Like he told us what to expect, you know, like and which came which was true. Like a lot of things would happen, but we would know how to deal with it. Yeah. Um, so that was so that was um, so that was great. Um, and then we just uh, went straight into it, and honestly, it was very tough uh, for the first year. It was, it's not easy. Like uh, working in a restaurant is not easy. We were we were prepping for long hours. We would come in early, uh, like super early, just to get things ready for the day. Um, when it's packed, you have to be on top of it. You have no, not even a second break. Uh, so. It was kind of an interesting experience um, for all of us, and we were working full time. Shaw was working full time at uh, at a bank, at TD Bank. Uh, I was also doing uh, the part time work um, as well, and yeah, so we were doing all of that, and eventually, uh, we now it's much easier. So after a whole year of learning and going in and all the action it was mm-hmm. it was good so my sisters also got involved when they moved they started to help i had some friends come in and help so it was kind of like it's really family oriented so that was nice um i got most of my help from from people around me um and obviously that helped move move the whole thing forward that's so that's basically how <clears throat> the brunch started yeah so, but so let's go back a bit though where does your passion for cooking come from <clears throat> um so I, I discovered my passion for cooking when back in university. So before that, I wasn't interested at all. Uh, I was the pickiest eater. I, if I saw a piece of onion in my food, I wouldn't eat it. Like that's, yeah, like, like a little kid, really. Like I, I couldn't, I, I don't know. Anyway, so then um, when I went to university, I don't know what happened, but I just started to, I decided I should make my own food one day and then... I realized that I need to have these ingredients in there for it to be edible. So, like I made so it, like, I once made a tomato so sauce. No, ra- so no ramen? <laughs> no ramen for no, you? No, 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 like I once actually made the pasta sauce with yeah, just yeah. salt and pepper and no onions, no garlic, and it was terrible. Bland. 
terrible yeah. like not just bland terrible mm-hmm. so um and obviously I didn't know how to cook it well anyway so um after that that's when I started to get curious about ingredients and how they actually how each ingredient changes everything changes the taste in so many different ways so I started to do that we used to cook with friends um then when I moved back to Dubai I actually had uh, some interesting um uh, events uh, where I where people would come I would cook a three course meal and invite random people to come and taste the food at my own house so that was kind of the beginning of like exp- making people taste my food so I was always doing stuff like that but I never went into the restaurant business I was still working my corporate job uh, and all of that so yeah I mean I would say I discovered the cooking that I like to cook during university days so yeah so what are people saying once they've tried your food are there i mean are people trying your kind of food for the first time and if so what are they saying about your levantine brunch at the depth what have they been saying um well the feedback has been great actually people really enjoy it people really like the food the new flavors um and yeah i mean what's 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 new for them um, th- everything like food. The, a lot of people have never had the fava beans in the first place, and to which have it the way it is, which was a very popular breakfast item. Yeah, which is a very popular breakfast item. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our popular ones. Mm-hmm. Um, we have our uh, maana, which is a special kind of uh, Arabic sausage, um, which has Arabic spices. Also, something you like. A lot of people have not tried. Uh, even awerma, which is something we do in-house, we also do it with Arabic spices. It's it's uh, ch- lamb chopped into tiny pieces, cooked in its own fat. Uh, really good. But yeah, like all these flavors are things that you're not necessarily going to find everywhere, especially no, in Toronto. You're right, 100%. Um, and yeah, so mainly that. Uh, we, we, Levne, which is a strained yogurt, a lot of people also really like it. Like the sour taste, salty, slash salty taste. Um, so yeah, really good feedback. We have a lot of return customers. Uh, we've made friends with a lot of customers as well, which is really nice. Um, and the place, like the, you've seen the depth, the depener, it makes it a very cozy very, experience. Very homey. Yeah. Very homey, very cozy. Uh, everyone's interacting. I'm like, even though I'm cooking behind the counter, I'm still there. So, um, everyone can see everything. It's all in the open transparent Shaw and my sisters they're all like having conversations with customers it's 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 a nice atmosphere so in general um, feedback is good for food and just the place I guess so I think you and I we talked about this before we began talking today I think you and I both agree we're in a Middle Eastern Levantine moment yeah and so what is your what are your thoughts on that um I mean, we were talking about this a bit earlier. Uh, for sure, um, the influx of Syrian refugees has had an effect because people um, are interested. Because, you know, this is happening, people are coming. Um, and one of the main things that they're bringing with them is food. And uh, food always connects. So I feel like because of this interest in helping them and at the same time getting to know them, food is the way to, to go. So. That has really, really helped. And in general, <clears throat> I just feel like more, maybe it has to do with more Arabs moving to the city because 
Uh, no, no. no, there's no terms <laughs> on the uh, in East no, End in Scarborough. No. Well, yeah, yeah, but I'm talking about downtown. Yes, so maybe downtown, downtown yeah. hasn't. Uh, I haven't lived here long enough, but I know from friends that downtown Toronto hasn't had uh, like these uh, options for for different restaurants. Well, it's usually or, it's usually shawarma. <laughs> Pretty, exactly, shawarma. Pizza, very limited. But, but listen, let me tell you something. I've had shawarma in so many places, it's not the same. So when I, I'm talking about authentic, like authentic yeah, yeah, Arabic yeah. flavors and tastes, only now you can start to find them a little bit here and there. Like I, I can say that there's quite a few good places within downtown. Um, so, so yeah, that's also something that's happening and people are trying and talking about it and liking it. So, so that's good. Um, yeah, as far as I, I think... Uh, haven't been here long enough to <laughs> to analyze it yeah, deeper. But yeah, but that's, that's great feedback. Now, yeah. now, I've been following your Instagram feed. You were recently in Negril, Jamaica. Can you talk yeah. about that? What were you doing there? Um, so, funny enough, um, Sean and I went to um, Negril last year. And when we were coming back uh, on the plane, we met this lady who's Canadian. Um, and she opened uh, a Lebanese, Lebanese restaurant there, but we hadn't seen it while we were there. But anyway, we stayed in touch. She came to our brunch. We went over. We hung out. Like, uh, Yeah, we just stayed in touch, basically. And um, she needed some help because she's a bit of an older woman who's not very familiar with social media and with Internet and, and all of that. So um, she asked for a bit of help and, and to go over. So I went and... It was really nice. We got to stay there for a few days, and at the same time, I work in the restaurant, uh, cook cook on the island. Like for me, it's it's an amazing dream, um, and it was it was fun. So I basically helped her with mostly social media. She's now on social media, Google Maps. Uh, it's called Mabsut Negr- uh, Middle Eastern Food in the Grill. You guys mm-hmm. should check it out. Mm-hmm. She does really good food. Um, like so what? yeah, what's what's the, what's the go to dish there? Her falafel is really good. She makes it as sandwiches or plates. She, or also her shawarma. Uh, she also makes Jamaican food. I, I tried a few things, including the, they call it brown chicken. It's like a brown gravy with chicken and rice. That's really good as well. Mm. Yeah, she does just a lot of really good food. And I think it will work. It's just, it's just about uh, people getting to know the place because... Middle Eastern food, again, going back to the whole conversation, Middle Eastern food is in demand. A lot of people know about it. A lot of people like it now, we're, nowadays. We're, we're, we're hungry for it because I grew up just eating falafel and, my, and then we knew shawarma yeah. and, and nothing else. Yeah, okay, exactly. Now, <laughs> I've known from other, from other things, but um, I think it's finally coming to Toronto and not just in, in Scarborough. Yes, exactly. I think in Mississauga. The main difference is, um, I think, with with Adonis coming in a few years ago, um, the Armenian-owned uh, wonderful uh, Middle East supermarket, um, I think that was kind of ushered in, maybe, I don't know. Because before then, it was only Eretz, which is, uh, you know, Warren and Lawrence. Okay. And then and then uh, Newcomer Kitchen in, in Len's place. Yeah. And then you, I go, I go, wow, I go, this is so exciting. And then, and now... Now we can talk about your upcoming dinner on Thursday. You're going to be cooking a very important dish for you. You talk about the yeah. dish. Yeah. Um, so basically, um, I'm going to be cooking a few, like a few of my favorite dishes, actually, uh, which was always always cooked at, uh, at the house, usually as a special dish. Um, so the, the, the appetizer is a lentil soup, which is made with the red or yellow lentils. 
uh, cooked with cumin and lemon. It's something very, to me, it reminds me of home, of my mom's cooking. Um, and then msakhan, uh, which is also the, the traditional Palestinian dish, um, also runs in my family, uh, which they, they, it's something that they always make. Um, so it's basically chicken, roasted chicken. Uh, with summa and onions and olive oil, it's cooked with summa, onion and olive oil. Oh, and I thought it was. I know it's different names, but uh, and the in the post it, they they called it uh, musakhan. Musakhan. Yeah, what, what, but what? we say like okay, so in, I say yeah, musakhan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, I got so, okay, okay, okay. No, but uh, I mean it's written musakhan, but yeah. but we just don't uh, pronounce the mu. We just it's kind of like ah, ms. Okay. It's kind of like ms. Noted. Noted. It's an okay. accent. It's okay. it's. I mean, some people might. Might okay. say it, uh, but we well, I also said it's also called um, makluba. No, yeah, no. It's, so, also, no, it's also called no. Is it no? Anyway, there is there is one called, ma, but we say makluba. For example, yeah. we don't say that, but it's written with the Q, but we say makluba. So it's about ah, the, um, okay, just about the accent. Damn English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because okay. because in English you don't have the uh sound. Yeah. Right. So. Okay. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so tell, so us about, tell, tell us about that meal. So it's this, it's this Thursday, right? Coming up. At yeah, the so it's this Thursday, yeah. uh, and uh, it's it's a really delicious meal. Honestly, the summa just gives it a nice uh, sour taste, and what with is the olive it? Oil. But it has this beautiful sour kind of musty. Yeah, it's really. It's something. It's, yeah, I can I mean, yeah. you're gonna have to just t- taste it. Something else. It's oh not, god, it's I not love like, it. I love like it. Something um, and the mixture with the onions and chicken is just really good. And you're going to also offer a cauliflower option. Yeah, it will be a vegetarian option. Uh, a mixture, probably cauliflower with some Swiss chard, maybe a bit of lentils or something. Just to, mm, sounds um, nice. So it will be a nice mixture as well with the, with the sumac. Um, and we, we use it for a lot of things, even on salads. It's really nice with salads. Um, it's really nice with uh, as a spice. You can use it as a spice uh, the, to give the sour if you want a sour element, you can use that. I love it. Anything tart and sour. That way, yeah. there's some tarts I can't take, but um, there's a tartness in that. It's just, yeah, it's really good. Like I said, <laughs> I just uh, I have like a very visceral response to it. Just, it's really beautiful. Yeah. And the bread, we so the bread is usually uh, soaked in that, and it's in the sauce that, it, that it's in, and then baked so it's like crispy and, and soggy at the same time. It's it's a very interesting dish. Um, I recommend everybody tries it once at least. And then for dessert, it's uh, knafe nabilsi, which is which has originated in in Nablus, and it's usually uh, done with kataifi strands, which are the thin strands on top. Mm. Um, so there are two types. They call khishne and and uh, naame, which means crunchy top or a, a soft, uh, not soft like. Non-crunchy. So. Non-crunchy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'll be doing the crunchy one. And they usually use orange um, food coloring, but I'm not going to do that. I'll be using probably beetroot uh, in order to make it red. So that will be even different. Even better. Yeah, even better. So it'll be a red knafe. Um, but traditionally, it's made with uh, nabilsi cheese, but I'll be making it with a mix of mozzarella and halloumi. Um, but it, it works Either way. <laughs> I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Mary, it all sounds so wonderful. So anything else uh, that we should look look for in a cup coming next few months from you? Um, well, for now, we're just working mostly on the brunch. Yeah. Um, At the deck. 
at the dev Saturday and Sunday. We do Saturday and Sunday. Uh, I do have a bunch of cooking classes and catering events coming up as well. I do that uh, on the side. We we just launched our website mazicatering.com and um, so now we're just advertising our private chef experiences, our catering experiences, um, and we're also thinking uh, for the summer. Uh, we, we've done we've done this actually uh, in this last summer where we went to. Uh, different uh, bed and breakfasts in the north mm. um, where we cooked dinner for people of, of the neighborhood of the area and we're thinking of expanding and doing that on a weekly basis or bi-weekly basis in the summer so we go around different parts of Ontario um, wow nice uh, yeah different cottage towns <gasps> I could see you all over Ontario <clears throat> Prince Edward yeah. County <laughs> yeah yeah exactly I mean oh all these cottage God. areas um, all your beautiful flavors and Pairing it with different yeah. wines. Yeah, and it's just about, uh, I mean, we, we're going to start getting in touch with all these bed and breakfasts or hotels or all of that and see who has the space and who's willing to host us and and just throw all these dinners, pop-ups. Um, so that's another thing we're, we're planning for the summer. So watch out for that. <laughs> it sounds amazing. Well, Mary, thank you for uh, sharing your life so far, no <laughs> your culinary life. And <laughs> it's you. been a pleasure sitting down with you again. I look forward to breaking bread with you again. Thank you okay. for having me. My pleasure. Nice. Take care.